Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this 2023 edition of For Your Game. Yes, Happy New Year, and it's time to uh, to tune up the game and put a little oil in the joints and your swing if you've been uh, taking a little time off over the holidays. And it's my pleasure to have one of our favorite instructors today. She's been with us many times before. She's an LPGA Teaching Hall of Famer. She is a Golf Digest Top 50 Women Teachers in America. I could go on and on. She's the one. She's the only. K. McMahon of Education Golf. Good morning. Good morning, Holly. This is a fun way to kick off 2023, so let's kick off this, our golf game this year with a new start. Absolutely. So, um, we're having a little cold weather here in Florida, Kay. We've had it off and on uh, for the last few weeks. And I wanted to start off, uh, it's also been quite windy. I thought it might be fun to talk about um, how. what's the best way to tune up on a or, or warm-up, I should say, on a uh, chilly day, as well as let's talk about how to best conquer the wind. Well, the wind, uh, for most amateurs, wind people don't take the wind into account often enough on, on yardages, on, on how to keep the ball lower, uh, how to keep the ball higher when you're downwind, you get more roll. But the wind can really affect it. Um, the, the players, uh, the, the pro players, I mean, when their scores go so much higher when they're playing in the wind, and so I've had a lot of my amateurs go, oh, it can't, the wind can't really affect my game that much. I go, yes, it can. You need to take that into account. When you used to play in, in events, you'd have to you'd go from warmer um, spots in the country to colder spots in the country. Uh, is it, is it, you know, did you do anything different in terms of stretching or your warm-up routine? Um, what, you know, how did you approach it? Well, I think I definitely, um, I talk to a lot of physical therapists too, and they say, well, you know, it's a little harder sometimes to stretch when you get out to a driving range because you don't want to get down or whatever. And they've even indicated to me, go ahead and stretch at home. You're not going to get unstretched by the time you get to the golf course. So stretching can definitely um, add to your length and to your flexibility, obviously, into your turn. Because obviously when it's colder outside, you're not going to turn as well. But I also find that um, lots of times people put jackets on. But if you really wear your rain pants and keep your lower body warmer, then you still have more flexibility with your upper body. And, and obviously that's why vests become so important. But um, gloves are also very important. And then you've got those hand warmers. I found some new hand warmers. So keeping your hands warm is, is very, very important. Um, well, we can talk some more about the wind, too, because that seems to be pretty prevalent down here in Florida. Yeah, it really is, especially this time of year. I recently was at a Tigers tournament, the Hero World Championship in the Bahamas, and my goodness, uh, it just blew every day down there. And uh, for anybody who watched that tournament, uh, the players really, you know, they, they had to contend with uh, picking out the, the right spots. And uh, I know you have some tips on how to go about doing that. And one is, don't go for the pin. 
<laughs> exactly right. I, I do call them smart targets now in the fact that um, if the pins are cut, you know, too far to the one edge or the other edge, just get the ball first off on the green as opposed to trying to go at the pin. The pin, once you get on the green, that's your final destination. But first, let, you know, I think the average golfer, let's just get the ball on the green. But going back to the Hero uh, Championship Tigers tournament, I mean, the scores were very high. I think the other thing that happens in the wind, and you can probably see by day four, is the wind takes a lot out of you. You can get so much more tired by playing in the wind. You really have to concentrate. And I will also then also talk about putting is that it can really affect how you putt um, because of staying stable, et cetera, but it can also affect the ball flight in putting. How do you best pick out a line when, you know, it's so windy? Because it certainly moves the ball. Well, it definitely moves well. Sometimes you have to realize it doesn't necessarily, it can affect it right to left or left to right a little bit, but more that you want to know if you're putting into the wind or downwind because it will obviously affect the speed. And to me, speed is always the most important thing in putting. But the other thing is to stabilize yourself. So I always tell people in the wind, widen your stance when you're putting. What you're doing is you're really lowering your center of gravity. And then also, it'll move your hands down a little lower on the putter. So as your hands get closer to the putter head, let's just say, um, you're going to actually stabilize the putter because it can start to wobble and you're not going to hit it squarely. If you don't hit it squarely, then it's going to be harder to judge the distance. So the, the, the better thing to do is to really learn how to stabilize yourself over the ball. And again, like I said, widen your stance, lower your center of gravity, and then shorten your grip on the club head, on the putter head. Great, great tip. Well, speaking of Tiger, we know one of his favorite shots is the Stinger, a very uh, good shot to have in your in your bag on a windy day. Well, the Stinger, you know, it's kind of interesting because the Stinger and the flop shot are two different things, but I think they're totally misunderstood or how to do that. And it definitely, when you play in the wind, you've got to keep the ball lower. Once you get it up higher, um, it, the ball is going to go all over the place. So the, the stinger is really, um, for most people, if you play the ball, I, I don't think Tiger did this with his stinger, but if you play the ball a little farther back in your stance and put your hands a little bit more forward, take about a three-quarter swing. But the biggest thing is that you've really got to keep your backhand in what we call wrist extension, which means it's bent backwards. The number one error in the golf swing is that people tend to flip their hands when they're coming through, which increases the loft. Right. But if, right. And then, then we set the ball up in the air, and then it goes all over the place. Um, I know you and I were talking the other day, and I'm, I recalled when I was playing in Albuquerque in the beginning of my career, and the wind was probably blowing 50 miles an hour, a few snowflakes, it was cold. And this guy that I was playing with, because I was playing on a men's and women's mini tour, he kept topping the ball. Well, he came, he, when the tournament was over, he came in in the top five. And I said to him, what do you, you were topping the ball. He said, I did that on purpose because I wanted to keep it low and out of the wind. But he actually intentionally topped the ball. Now, that's not a stinger, but he did score better than I did because I kept getting the ball up in the air. And it was kind of interesting because he topped the ball, and so therefore it would roll and roll and roll and roll, and it was hard and it was cold, and like I said, it was windy, and so the ball also was like a rock. So once he topped it, it could go, you know, 150, 200 yards, especially if we were going slightly downhill because it was a rather 
it was in Albuquerque, a slightly hilly course. But I was amazed that he had that much control. So sometimes if you top the ball, just say, you know, as the, as the amateur, instead of getting upset, say, oh, I did that intentionally. You could just <laughs> be kidding, it. but <laughs> don't <Yeah>. tell anybody. <laughs> well, I think another thing is club selection in, in, in windy conditions, Kay. And, and specifically, I mean, you know, there are times where we, we just automatically will hit a club that we're comfortable and used to hitting. But if it's something, again, like you said, it's going to create too much loft into the wind, that you might be better off uh, hitting an iron, for instance, right? Because, like you said, you're going to have a lower trajectory and get more roll. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the wind... Um, I was just at a conference where um, Foresight Golf was there, and they were talking about their launch monitors. And interestingly enough, I said, well, what makes you the best? And he said, because we can actually tell what's happening to the ball because of the humidity, the dew point, the wind. And that's why the golf pros like this so much, because for them, if they're, if they're five degrees off their what I call smart targets, they could be in the water or not even or be short or too long or whatever. So... You, club selection can be important, and another one of my young amateur golfers starts talking about, I have to have a smart bogey. So sometimes if it's really, really windy, you maybe you're looking to make par, but what you don't want to do is have that double, triple, or quad. So I like the word, make a smart bogey. Sometimes play for bogey. Just, you know, be short, get it up on the green, and then make your two-putt. When it comes to chipping, that's, and you were mentioning the flop shot, the flop shot probably not the best thing to do uh, on a windy day unless you've got no other uh, option. The punch shot, Kay. Your go-to might be to put it in the air, but uh, keep it on the ground. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, the flop shot is probably 99% of the time the amateur golfer really should never ever be doing a flop shot because it's totally misunderstood. Again, it's about keeping your right wrist in extension. People think it's really flipping your hands through. But, you know, the punch shot, uh, keeping a bump and run, uh, the stinger, they're kind of the same names for what the shot's going to be doing. Again, you're trying to keep it low. And I also say when you're making your approach shot to the green, you know, people can try to get it too high up in the air and make it stop. Well, that's not going to happen. Do a bump and run and get it to get on the green and let it roll. Keep the... Keep the ball as low as you can, get it on the green sooner, and let it run some more because everything will run some. The, am- the average amateur golfer always comes to me and says, well, how do I get it to back up? And as Arnold Palmer said one time, he goes, um, <laughs> um, have you gotten it past the hole yet? And I said, no. Well, then why do you want it to back up? Or do you be even shorter? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. good, good advice from the king. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, but the point being is you want to play the ball back farther than your stance, your hands a little farther forward. That way it keeps the leading edge of the club down, but it also keeps the ball lower and allows it to run a little bit more. So, in any approach shot, what you're trying to manage are two things your landing spot like an airplane, and then how much run you want to create. And when you start to have those two uh, things in mind, then that dictates the type of swing you're going to take. The LPG kicks off its season right here in Orlando uh, this coming week with the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. Big tournament and a fun tournament, Kay, because uh, it also involves a number of uh, of celebrity golfers as well. 
Oh, definitely. It is. Uh, if you haven't been to it, it's it's great fun because the celebrities, are, some of them are very, a lot of a lot of good characters out there. I'll put it that way. But these celebrities are also, um, I think it's 32 LPGA past winners, have, champions, are only qualified to play in it from the last two years. But then the celebrities also are pay, playing for their own tournament. And last year, Annika was a celebrity, and uh, she had to ha- she had a, a an eighteen or not an eight, a, a playoff to actually lose by one stroke. So it was really quite exciting. So, but the celebrities, some of these guys, people are very very good golfers. So if and the interesting thing is that you can get up close and personal, and it's out there at the beautiful um, Lake Nota Country Club. Um, so. I, I think it's a, it's a fun tournament to watch, and you've got all LPGA champions, like I said, so the quality of play is outstanding. And it was just announced by the Golf Writers Association of America that Lydia Ko was uh, Player of the Year for 2022. So a uh, big comeback for Lydia last year with three wins. Oh, yeah. She uh, finished off the year very, very strong, and as she said, it was the last year that she's going to win a tournament as a single because she's now getting married so it was, it was really kind of fun wow um, didn't know that <laughs> that's a little trivia so, so i think she's i think she's a married lady now but i don't i wasn't sure when the wedding was but yeah so yeah she was she's great and danielle kang was the winner from last year um so i'm sure she'll be defending um, this year and i think the both quarter sisters will be there this year also who are also um previous defending champions one of them is so no, if you haven't been there, it's great, great competition. Yeah, and, and a chance to see and walk around, uh, you know, one of our best golf courses, uh, Lake Nona Golf and Country Club. Uh, well, Kay, speaking of great golf courses, you're hanging your hat for the next three months at the beautiful Mission Inn Golf Resort. Uh, out in Howie in the Hills. Sounds like it's out in the middle of nowhere, but we all know it's uh, just a, a short drive outside Orlando. And um, you've got one of your workshops coming up. Can you tell my listeners about that? I certainly can. So it, as, as we've talked about before, it's called Golf 8.5, which are, it's a simple steps to a very, very classic swing. So it's out at, um, like you said, Mission Inn, beautiful golf courses, beautiful practice facilities. It'll be February 11th and 12th, which is a Saturday and Sunday. And uh, you can do the first day uh, or, or take, do the two-day workshop, but you have to do the first day first. So it'll cover full swing, and then the second day will cover short game. What we do, you get a playbook. You We're going to do video analysis. And it's, uh, like I said, it's simple steps to a very classic swing. So it's good for anyone that's a very inexperienced beginning golfer all the way to experienced to want to improve their game and totally understand the golf swing in very simple terms. Yes, I have attended uh, a number of your workshops, Kay, and I have to say, uh, first of all, you're, you, just the way you communicate uh, the golf swing and how such a mixed level of players can participate and each get something uh, that they need out of the workshop. Uh, you, you just structure it in such a, you know, understandable way and there's, there's something uh, that anybody can learn, like you said, no matter what level of player you are. Um, in addition, 
uh, as you were saying, you know, you get the video analysis and you get the playbook. Uh, but uh, you have you have this structured so you if you're you know say let's say a beginner golfer you can do the one day only which is on Saturday and if then you wanted to do the two day you can do Saturday and Sunday so you have a choice you can pick the one day or you can do the two day correct that's correct and um, they can we are, if someone else wants to stay out there we also will be offering um, room rates at the, at the resort so they can call me or inquire on the, the website regarding that and we also want to announce that for your viewers and a code they will get about a 30% discount which amounts to well over a hundred dollars it's coming up on Valentine's Day. What a great gift to give your husband or, hey, guys, how about a nice gift for the wife? I mean, this is, uh, this is pretty special. Kay McMahon here right in Central Florida, LPGA Hall of Famer. Uh, Kay, how do they register? Well, you can go to the website, which is Education Golf, but it's spelled E-D-U. K-A-Y, with my name in the middle of it, T-I-O-N-Golf.com. Um, or they can call me at uh, my, my direct line, which is 518-669-1551. And uh, give them all kinds of information. And like you said, you can nice present for your wife or your spouse or your partner. But it's also we encourage partners to come together. Uh, because then when you go back home, you'll be what we call our smart learning strategies. You'll be able to do this together and help each other out because you'll know what to look for and what to say. Your workshop, you pack so much in uh, for uh, the fee. It's, uh, my goodness, you, you know, it's the, the cost of a lesson for crying out loud, Kay McMahon. It's, it's, you just uh, give so much uh, in, in this workshop. Well, we guarantee results. And we have gotten very, we're very highly successful, and people learn very quickly. It's an accelerated learning program, what we call our smart learning strategies, because of the buddy system. It really, really works well. So, um, but thank you for all the compliments, and you're always such a great help when you're there, and a great testimonial, so I appreciate it. Well, I know uh, no matter how long I've played this game, Kay, there is always uh, some sharpening of the saw, especially <laughs> at the beginning of the year. So uh, I thank you so much for your time, Kay. Great to kick off of the year with you and um, look forward to seeing you in February. And uh, thank you so much. Kay McMahon of Education Golf. Thanks, Holly. Happy New Year to everybody.